0: I'm Neil Osborne and welcome to the Get TS Podcast, where I teach, coach, consult, and speak on selling in the hair and beauty and body industries. Have you noticed these days with your clients when you're selling that pushing doesn't work? Talking doesn't work either. However, asking and listening does. Throughout these podcasts, I'm going to discuss a style of selling that uses the skill of persuasion because my belief Is that you get to yes by listening not telling if you practice these persuasion skills you'll become more successful achieve greater financial rewards gain that recognition you're yearning for and maybe even just discover that selling can be fun i look forward to sharing the journey hi neil Osborne here from the sales catalyst today we're talking about expos and trade shows you know the ones for the hair and the beauty and the body industry the ones we all love to do I'm going to ask you probably one of the most powerful questions of all. Why are you exhibiting? What's your purpose? And, you know, and what outcome do you want? What, what measurable outcome do you want from this expo? This podcast is designed to share with you some really great ideas to help you get a better financial return from attending your next expo. We're going to talk about the three key types of exhibitors. The first I call the sellers. These are people who come to expo to actually sell product on the day. And they can range from nail companies, they can be teeth whitening companies, they can be makeup companies, you know, people that you see the young girls hovering around and wanting to grab and buy product. And, you know, you'll see them everyone walking around with their sample bags and products included in them. The second group, which probably makes up a big part of an expo group, is what I call the promoters. The promoters have got something new. You know, they've got a new treatment, they've got a new product, they've got a range extension, they've got a new concept. They really want to stand out. You know, they're different and they really wanna get this new concept out into the marketplace, And they're gonna use the expo to do it. The third is what I call the brand builders. These are the larger, more established companies who've probably done quite a few expos by now, but you know, they're also the ones who constantly say to me, they're having trouble getting a good return out of their expo. Today, I'm gonna to share with all of you some great ideas that each one of these groups can use to really improve your financial return, and your staff's excitement and motivation as you come into this next expo. Generally, everybody's goal at an industry expo is the same. Well, you know, to get a return on the cost, uh, the cost to show up at the show, the cost to exhibit. After many years of experience in this space, I'd like to share with you a variety of observations, learnings, and things to avoid to ensure that you have the most enjoyable expo and get the best out of it for you and for your brand. I must admit, I've exhibited about 26 consecutive expos and, well, over the last 10 years, I've attended various expos in the hair and the beauty and body industries, mostly as a delegate. I've been fortunate to experience some really amazing and professional experiences, and unfortunately, some absolute shockers too. But going back to the beginning when I first started doing expos many years ago, they were designed in those days to sell. Where's exhibitors and product companies had trained our clients to come to the expo, well, to buy special expo deals. Yeah, it was quite amazing. Clients would show up with their checkbooks in their hands, ready to buy. I specifically remember that they would show up with a smile and an air of excitement as they were prepared to buy, and I might add, buy big. I was taught the key qualifying question that I had to ask them was, did they have a garage? Yeah, that's right, did they have a garage? And if they said yes, I was told I had to present the ultra big deal because they would need a garage to store it. Otherwise, I'd go for the normal large deal if they could only store it on their salon premises. The reasons why our expos were really successful for us was the company I worked with back then had a really, really clear purpose. And their purpose was to sell large deals of stock to all existing customers that attended the show. This message was clear and consistent throughout the whole expo. From the pre-expo briefing through to each and every morning or the beginning of our shift, we were given targets to achieve and quite often there were incentives. Always one to be motivated by a bit of a juicy incentive. I remember frequently working through without lunch in my desire to be the one who won that incentive prize. What would your expo experience be like if all of your staff were that pumped at your next expo. Even today I get excited about going to an expo. Maybe a bit of that old adrenaline still kicks in, I'm not too sure. Maybe it's just um, you know, I'm an optimist. I'm always looking for that next new thing. Either way, I still find expo's a buzz. I'd love to share a few great stories with you as well because I I vividly remember going to my first international trade show after many years of exhibiting here in Sydney. That trade show was Salon International uh, in London. At that time, I was the New South Wales distributor for uh, TG Professional. I was invited to visit London as Tony and Guy were well and truly at their height at that time. And I wanted to see how TG and Tony and Guy conducted their trade show. Well, I have to admit, when I first arrived, I was absolutely blown away by the sheer size of that trade show. It, It was just huge. It was massive. So after winding my way through, hall after hall, I came to the TG stand positioned in a very prominent spot, right near one of the big cafe areas. The first thing I noticed was the crowds. The crowds of people in this part of the trade show. It was incredible. And I remember thinking, why do they have to stand near the cafe? As the cafe crowds are affecting people seeing the stand, I was really quite perplexed. But as I got closer, I discovered something else. The crowd wasn't for the cafe. It was for the TG and the Tony and Guy stand. Somewhat gobsmacked, I just stood there, and just tried to take it all in. As time went on, I realised that people were lining up to buy anything that had Tony and Guy on it, including educational videos, brushes, combs, capes, and even posters. It was truly amazing. And what was even more exciting for me was that I'd been invited to actually stay at Tony Mascolo's house with himself and his family. That was just a buzz. I remember Tony driving us home. we pull up to this massive mansion. It was amazing. We all had a beautiful meal and only after the meal to watch Tony retreat from the table. I was quite surprised. However, on a trip to the bathroom later, I noticed that he was actually in his office and he was sitting there counting the thousands of pounds that the standard made that day. Apparently, this was a bit of a ritual for Tony. And he did this every day after every trade show. Multi-millionaire. Go figure. So my huge learning from that trip was that Expos... Not only are places to exhibit and showcase your brand, but they're also places to sell. And if you get it right, you can actually sell heaps. People say to me today that expos are different now. (laughs) They're expensive. They don't get a return. Clients don't buy anymore. They just want to look, you know, you know all the excuses. Well, that may be right in their minds. However, I've come across a lot of exhibitors, some of them my clients, who structure their stand with the simple purpose to sell. As a result, some make enough sales to not only cover their exhibition costs, sometimes even go home with a very tidy profit as well. In this podcast series, I'm looking forward to sharing with you a number of ideas and concepts that actually work. And if you implement them well, they will lead you to getting a better return from your expo investment. So the starting point is to have crystal clarity Around your purpose. So, what is your purpose for attending this next expo? Could you articulate that clearly to your team in two or three points? So, what is it? What's your idea? Why are you there? Why are you spending this money? Is it to launch or preview your brand? Is it to sell products at the expo and, you know, we just get your brand out there? Is it to exhibit a new product or a range extension, you know, a new salon treatment, or maybe even a new device? Or is it to showcase your brand and solicit new business by attracting new stockists? Of late, my observations have led me to conclude that exhibitors who do the best are those who sell products during expo. Here's a couple of really great examples. At the recent beauty expo, companies who have done very well are companies selling things like you know, makeup, lipstick, nail care, uh, through to you know, selling equipment and even uh, companies selling devices. High-end devices can quite often do very well at expos. At a recent hair expo, new colour concepts, hair loss products, hair extensions. Saw lots of electrical tools, spray tan, hair accessories, and you know, and Sunrays all sold well. So are you planning on selling at the next expo? If so, take time to think through who you're going to sell to. Is it just salon owners, just the business owner? Or can you structure your offer to sell directly to their staff as well? Make it easy for people to buy, maybe put together a starter kit. Or a segment of your range, or a story, or a component that makes it easy for them to get involved. How are you going to display those items for sale? You know, will it be clear that you're actually selling and not just exhibiting? Will it be clear that you're selling product at this expo? Maybe you're attending an expo to promote a new product range, uh, or range extension, even, or a new device, or maybe a new technique or treatment process. If you're in this group, it's going to be different to those just wanting to sell product. Your goal is to have a very clear focus on exactly what you want your team to focus on and what you want to walk away with at the end of the expo. Ideally, your stand design will be interactive and encourage delegates to interact with your brand and therefore hang around, you know, stay longer. By the way, who is your ideal client? You know, your avatar. Can you describe those to your staff in detail as... You know, qualifying delegates at expert can be really quite challenging, something I'll cover in a later podcast. But does your stand design complement your sales focus? What can you do to draw delegates' focus to that particular aspect of your offering? How can you create some urgency or maybe some immediacy to your offer so that you can create the need to take action now while they're on the stand? Think that through. There's a variety of things that you can do there to really create quite an electric feel that people have got to make a decision now. Exhibiting purely as a brand building exercise, hoping to solicit new business by attracting new stockists in this category. Well, I feel today this is by far the most challenging category of all. This group generally can find it the most challenging to get a clear and measurable result on their expo investment. The key here is to create interaction How can you create that with your brand? What is it that you can create with your brand that's really different? Can you create a situation where clients can actually make your product, for example, maybe mix some? Can they watch a demonstration? Can they witness your unique selling proposition, you know, that point that really makes you different? How can they experience the end result that your product or service delivers? Do you have an international guest or an artist you can incorporate on your stand in some way? You'd really need to get creative here. Have some fun. Make the interaction fun for your clients. Do something different. Stand out. I dare you to get people talking. The days of showing up just to exhibit are long gone. To make money from expos today, you need to know exactly who you want to sell to. You need to get creative. You need to be able to implement your ideas well. Train your staff properly prior. Prepare potent literature. And finally, make it easy for people to buy. So let's reflect. What are some of the key takeaways? We covered five main points. Number one, purpose. What's your purpose? Why are you there? What outcome do you want? What do you wanna walk away with? Number two, clarity. Does everybody on your team have the same focus? the same clarity as you about the outcomes? Does everybody know the steps involved to achieve those outcomes? Number three, is your USP or your point of difference really clearly presented, communicated, and experienced in some way, so that you have this very, very unique point of difference within the trade show? Number four, have you got a plan to train your staff? You know, they get off the plane, they come to Expo, everyone's excited, but have you got a session put aside to say for a couple of hours where you sit them down and you go through everything? Really put some time in here. As a delegate and as someone who visits trade shows frequently, it's the thing that I see the most, staff stumbling on a show. They really don't project your image at all well when they're not communicating well. That's the big one for me. Finally... Might sound silly, but it's the one that'll make the difference. Make it easy for people to buy. Hope you found those takeaways helpful. On the next episode, we'll break down and discuss each of these areas in detail. Plus, I'm going to add a sprinkling of some sales techniques that I've used over the years at expos, and they work really well. This will really help your team and your company have the most profitable expo yet. I look forward to the opportunity to share those and many more ideas as we go forward. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get to Yes podcast. If you like what you've heard, please share it with someone you may know who's looking to become more persuasive or wants to defuse resistance and get to yes more often. Until our next episode, you can visit me at thesalescatalyst.com.au.